Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class self-support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and welcome to the High Profit Event Show. On today's episode, we have a very special guest, uh, Miss Jill Lublin. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Thank you, Rudy. Great, delighted to be here. Yes, and same here. Really excited to have you here today as our you know, uh, expert in the field of uh, publicity. I know that you've had over 25 years experience in the publicity field, having spoken on many, many stages with some pretty well-known names like Tony Robbins. I know you spoke on his business mastery stage a number of years ago. Uh, you know, you've, you've been endorsed by the likes of Les Brown. You've worked with Lisa Nichols, Jane Malachek, uh, Mark Vincer Hansen, you know, just to name a few quick people, right? Jack Canfield, like Ehar Beckard. You've been around the block, you know, publicity and, you know, events. You've been doing events for over 15 years and um, over, done over a thousand, either, uh, it, mostly in person, but now some virtual events as well. And, uh, and you, you've been mentoring and coaching clients, um, hundreds of clients over the years. Uh, so you, obviously you have a lot of expertise in the field and we're really excited to, to have you on the show to, sh- to share that experience with us. Thank you. I am grateful to be here and super excited to help your listeners. Awesome. Awesome, Jill. And, uh, I think what would be really fun um, just to jump into is uh, a little bit of backstory. So some people who may not know you necessarily, and, you know, kind of share a little bit about your journey, what brought you into publicity, what brought you into events, and just kind of what brought you into the field um, for, you know, some of the event leaders and, and maybe talk about some of the, um, you know, I talked about some of those insecurities that may have come up for you along the way. I know you recently did your first three-day three, three day summit as well. Maybe we can tell that whole story. Uh, I think it'd be a great place to start for our interview. Absolutely. Well, you know, the truth is I started events because it's a great way to create a valuable context for your prospects and your clients to see you in action, to fall back in love with you or to fall in love with you for the first time or to even fall in like with you and go, well, yeah, yeah, I think I think she or he would be very interesting to work with. And that's really why I started. I mean, originally I started because I had a PR agency and it was it was client generation. It was creating new prospects, new clients, and new relationships. And it has evolved um, into a wonderful opportunity to now serve people in a, in a really wonderful format, which your great company assists me with and supports me with to really uh, provide really an amazing value for people, such great learning, and a great place to put all the people into like one place. But let me tell you, and, you know, Rudy, you, you basically alluded to it, and that is, it wasn't easy for me. I mean, frankly, I didn't know exactly how to put all this together. You certainly have helped me with this and your systems and processes. It's been amazing and a delight and honor to work with you. And really, the, the reality is, yes, I've been doing one-day virtual publicity courses, and, and actually, they were live. Uh, for quite a while, and they were virtual, right? And then we found a great format to do them virtually. But I'll tell you, then then it was like, okay, let's do this three day summit. Like, wow, what a what a fabulous other opportunity! Um, and and now people, you know, go into my publicity mastermind as a direct result of it. 
So let me just tell you, though, the first one I did, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't know how to do a three-day event. I don't know how to hold the energy for a three-day event. Um, you know, because listen, I've been to enough of my own, uh, in my own learning, I'm always committed to growth. And the, the reality is all of a sudden I had to lead it, right? I mean, that's a whole nother level of responsibility. But what I really have been grateful for is, and you know, you and I had a chuckle about this before the show, because you talked me off the ledge. I said, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I think it's just a bit much. And you're like, come on, you can do this. And, and really through your mentoring and coaching, I'm so grateful that not only have we done many, a couple, well, not many, but a couple now, certainly four or five, I think up to this point, and they keep getting better. And I'm learning and growing like we always are. And, and I have a much better formula for delivering it. Awesome, Joe. Well, thank you for that credit. You know, credit uh, really goes to you. Uh, you're, you know, you're the, the leader. You're the one that put yourself out there. You're the one promoting and filling your events. And, uh, you know, I'm just a messenger. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, I do appreciate the work we've gotten to do together. And it's been wonderful to see your your growth over the last several events that you and I have done together. Um, so thank you for that. And uh, Jill, you know, like you said, you've done over a thousand one day events, uh, recently moved into the three day type of uh, format through the virtual environment. And I'd be curious, um, you know, what advice would you have given to yourself uh, before, you know, your pre three day summit self, <laughs> uh, virtual summit self, uh, knowing what you know now, having made many of the mistakes and learned many of the lessons, like what kind of advice would you give to yourself um, if you could go backwards? <laughs> well, and, you know, always, of course, what is that? What do they say? Hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So, you know, I think really having a flow is excellent. And of course, we've been able to nail that down better and better and better each event. But I think really knowing a flow, right? And you also got to see what hits the audience with the flow. In other words, what works not only for you, but frankly, for your audience who you, you want to contribute to. And um, that's really important. Like, where's the breaks and what's best and how long are those breaks anyway? I mean, all that kind of stuff. Um, the thing around for me, right, I had to learn when I do present my mastermind offer, my publicity mastermind offer, like shut the mic off, right? No questions. And I originally have been taking Q&A and different things. Well, I learned not to do that. And I think the tension, you know, that got created was much, much better in terms of results. So that's been super great. Um, I would also, I think the, what I might call scripting, it sounds, you know, kind of but it's true, you need to be scripted. You need to know the flow of the event. You need to understand which directions you're going in and where to put the emphasis. And, and like everything, you know, that keeps getting better and better. But I think that part, that's mostly, and then of course, just in general, handling fear, handling anxiety as it comes up, um, knowing what to do, which I have my own processes and, and rituals, and that makes a big difference. Um, but I do think, you know, it's just going to come up. I don't know that I've handled it totally. I mean, it's not 100%, but I certainly am better and better and better. And so the thing I tell my before self was, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And that it does keep that getting better and easier and more flow and even more presence. Awesome, Joe. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, one quick point I want to highlight for our listeners here, you made a comment about you learn something about uh, 
not doing Q&A when it came time to make an offer and to to be a little more, uh, you use the word scripted, but, you know, pre-planned, intentional, you know, have a, a syntax of what you're doing. Um, and I want to speak to that real quick because I see that as a common thing that I see um, with event leaders when it comes time to uh, make an invitation for the program. You know, there's a saying that goes, um, a few sayings here. One, when two or more people meet, the person that has more certainty is going to influence the other person. So, you know, there's one factor there as an event leader, making sure that you're very certain about what you have to offer. But the other thing is from an enrollment perspective, once you invite someone to participate, you know, and you invite them, hey, would you like to do it? We'd like to apply, you know, allowing for the silence, you know, allow, allowing for, for there to be nothing else said at that point. And sometimes it can be uncomfortable for people, um, but it's necessary so that people have an opportunity to, to reflect and make a decision. I oftentimes tell people the next person that speaks is going to be the one that makes a decision <laughs> or you know, is the, or is the next person that speaks going to be the one that buys, essentially. So one of the coachings I've given um, is once you invite somebody and you do your call to action, at that point, you take that clean break, you allow for a buying break, you, you make sure people know what to do to take that next step. Uh, and then you come back maybe 10 minutes later and then address any questions we're having, but you got to allow that opportunity for that, that space and that silence um, so people can have that tension and they can make that decision. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't know that. I mean, you know, I, like many of you probably watching this, we want to give, we want to give, we want to give, we want to contribute. Right. And that's why you're probably in the business you're in, I think for all of us. So here's the deal though. And I, you know, I think this is the other thing is too much fire hosing, right? You just want to keep giving so much information that then people can't sit back and go, oh, okay, um, so, so that's been a really big thing about this, what I'll call stop the fire hosing. And that includes with the Q and a, um, meaning stop the op, even the opportunity, just let them be in that. And, and by the way, that was uncomfortable for me. You mean, I just turn off the mic, turn off the camera and like, go away. Like might they have questions? Yeah. And, and that was powerful to just be and leave the silence. Yeah, thank you for that, Jill. I'm sure, like I said, if it was uncomfortable for you, it is for most people. And I agree. Most of the event leaders that I interview, there are people that want to make a difference with other people. And and it's really uh, sometimes difficult to transition from uh, just like teaching to inviting and to do it effectively, right? Um, and it really is a, um, a little bit of a science, you know, to how do you lead people to the process of making an informed decision that's that's going to be good for them and a committed decision. Right. And it can't just be done. Uh, you can't just wing it. Right. It has to have a plan and a syntax and order at which you do things. So. Right. And that's what I've learned so much, uh, you know, and, and so grateful from all of you, because that's what's what was missing for me was all of that. Right. I could deliver. I've got the great information. I, you know, I have all that, that, but I, there's all there's so much more to this. And I think that's important to know. Yeah, definitely, Jill. And, you know, kind of we're reflecting on the past event, you know, oftentimes just thinking about there's I think there's more to learn about the mistakes that we made sometimes than, than what worked. Um, are there any other like mistakes that you saw that you made maybe early on your first event or two that you would now knowing what you know, you would do differently? Anything else that comes to mind? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, I said yes to a few people applying to my publicity mastermind that I should have said no to. 
And, um, and, and we had the interview, which, you know, now we have a multiple step process, just like you're saying. And the reality is people will show you who they are fairly quickly. Um, and so I had one of those, you know, oh my gosh, she was a demanding problem client, we'll call it. And, you know, the truth is it started in the interview and whatever. And what I've learned is say no when it just doesn't feel right. And so that was a mistake. I maybe said yes to somebody I shouldn't have, um, only actually only one, but still, you know, that was a mistake. Um, so I think that's really important. Like pay attention to your gut. If something or someone doesn't feel right to work with, just say, no, I promise you the money will come in other ways. Um, and I think that's important. Uh, certainly the other thing is we didn't the first time, as I remember, have all the cameras counted, like who are the people in the room? And that included cameras on where they engaged. So now I have uh, a virtual assistant who's taking attendance, watching for cameras on, uh, watching for how many people show up. And that's the other thing that I think may, we made a mistake. We didn't, shall we say, let the people know who didn't show up. Hey, you're not here. We miss you. That was something we've put in also that's gotten, I think, better um, to just, you know, really stay with people in their process of show, even showing up. Uh, so that that's been some good corrections that I think have helped. No, great points. Uh, being intentional about having someone take attendance and count cameras on and create that engagement uh, for people. I, I think one of the things I noticed you did in your event is you uh, you played some games um, and you made sure that people had their cameras on in order to participate in those games. And I think that's uh, pretty intelligent, right, to get people engaged and um yeah, and I did notice that the, the people in your event, tend, the ones that were there were really there and they're really yeah. engaged. And that you had a very high level of percentage of people who applied for your program as a result. Yes. And I actually, you know, one thing, I, listen, I teach publicity. It's like, you got to show up on camera. You got to have people uh, relate to you. And also we give away some prizes that helps. And part of my... <laughs> Part of my, uh, if you're going to win the prize, you have to A, be here, and we will go over your name if you aren't, or B, you got to be on camera. So there's some there's some demand for that that helps. Awesome, Jill. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, we have about five minutes roughly remaining in our interview, and I'd love maybe to uh, have you share a little bit about your core competency, right? You are a publicity specialist, and our show topic is, you know, how to monetize your message with publicity and your events. Um, you know, just want to share if there's like something that you really want to share along that line, love to hear it. So one of the things around having an event is you are already an expert. So one of the things I'd really encourage you to do, um, there's a couple things. One is, yes, you can send out a press release about your event, but truthfully, that's not the story. It's part of the story. I, you know, I feel that you should do that. And I'd like you to see what else is in the story. I mean, let's say your, your event is about, I don't know, fill in the blank, uh, having more effective sales. Let's just take that one. And, you know, I'd rather you talk to business editors about the fact that small business owners need to have better sales. And here are some ways they can do that, right? And you'd be, of course, that expert. So that's how I think you're going to draw most people to your event, um, with the link, of course, embedded in, in all of the interviews you do. The other thing I'd encourage you all to do is do uh, an article, you know, a 500 word article, simple. And again, it's let's just go with the, let's say you're doing a piece on, on how to close more sales. 
well, that'd be the article. Three great ways for how to close more sales. And post that in as many places as you can. One being, big hint, medium.com. And then again, in the article, you will have the links to your event. So those are all great places. And the other thing is there are probably Facebook groups you are a part of, just you know, naturally, memberships that you're a part of. And it's fascinating to me that people often forget to publicize in the very places that you are a member and that people already know you. So that's something I really want to encourage all of you to do too. Mm, those are great, some great, it's some great laser coaching there. <laughs> Jill, really valuable resource you share there. And uh, we'll make a point to uh, the websites you mentioned, we'll include them in the show notes as well for our audience to uh, tune into. Um, Jill, yeah, if somebody wants to learn more about you and, and what you do, what, what would be the best way for them to, uh, to reach you and to learn more about what you do? Well, a couple things. Number one, I've created a free gift for you. So I definitely want to encourage you to go get that, which is uh, a wonderful action guide and an opportunity to actually be in a live interactive masterclass with me. So you get that by going, and that's the best way actually to get in touch with me. Plus I'll give you a, a schedule link too. But um, to do that, it's, it's publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. So that's the um, wonderful gift also with the masterclass. And then feel free to schedule time with me and let's talk. And for that, you go to jilllublin.com slash schedule. All right, perfect, Jill. I made a note of that, and we'll also include that with our show notes as well. Perfect. Um, so our audience members know how to uh, learn more about you, participate in your masterclass, and uh, and connect with you directly if they feel called. Um, Jill, you know, I've got the pleasure of having met you probably, I think, about five or six years ago, and we've gotten to work together for a few years now, and it's really been a pleasure yeah, one of the things I appreciate about you is, uh, you know, not only are you great at publicity, but you really do it with an eye on service, uh, on kindness, and um, and really making a difference with people. And you really are one of the world's renowned experts in the field of publicity. So if, if you know, we have members of our audience who are authors of books, um, who want to be out in the media more, who want more publicity, I highly recommend, if that's you, uh, reach out to Joe Lublin, take her publicity crash course, um, you know, have a consult with her. Uh, I promise you, you know, you'll uh, you'll get a lot of value from from that experience because um, I, I know Jill. I know how she's committed to serving. Um, Jill, in, in our last minute or so, do you have any final comments uh, for our audience? Well, let me just say, I know that most of you watching this are like like Rudy. You said, you know, you are committed to service. You are co- committed to contributing, and you are messengers in a way, just like all of us, right? And so one of the things that I love about the media is the power of that multiplication of your message. And um, that's why it's so powerful. And that's why it's gonna bring people to your event and to you. And so I just wanna remind all of you that your message matters. That's what I wanna leave you with. Your message matters. And let's get it out there. Mm, Thank you, Jill. Thank you for that message that your message matters. Everyone's mess- everyone has a voice. I believe everyone has a voice. And even though some of us may be saying the same thing in a different way, I think when it comes to somebody hearing the message, sometimes they need to hear it from, from you, right? They hear it from you differently. They may hear it from someone else. And yeah, everyone's message definitely matters. I believe that too. Awesome. Well, for our audience here, uh, be sure if you found value from today's episode, uh, you know, like the episode, share it uh, on social media. Subscribe if you haven't already to the podcast. We release episode weekly. 
And if you uh, really enjoy this as well, share this with someone who you think would resonate with Jill and what she had to share today. Jill, thank you again for uh, being a guest on our show today. With that being said, we'll go ahead and call it a wrap. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind type programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.